Welcome all you stupidos to Let's Get Stupid. <laughs> Take two. Take two. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, It's Gonna Get Stupid. My name is Jose. I'm Richard. And uh, let's get into this, man. This is a new podcast where we're going to talk about uh, a wide variety of things, like um, Batman. My identity issues. <laughs> Batman's identity issues. Um, Rick's identity issues. Uh, did you say Richard or Rick? I said Richard. Okay, we'll go with Richard then. I'll try, I'll try, to, I'll try to remember that. We'll go into that later. <clears throat> There's so many issues. Um, we'll just talk about pop culture, being dads, being nerd dads, um, and what's going on in the world. So the big thing that's going on right now is Comic-Con. Yeah, Bruce, I've never been to Comic-Con. I've been never, waiting to go for a long time. I've also never been to Comic-Con. Been to San Diego before, but never so to Comic-Con. So we're going to talk about something that we have no experience with. Yeah, isn't that what people normally do? Um, so have you seen any of the movie trailers that came out, Richard? God freaking, that's going to kill me. <laughs> just, okay. We'll just do Rick. We'll just do Rick. We'll just yeah, do we'll Rick. We're doing it live. Do it, Rick. <laughs> Um, have you seen any of the trailers? No, I haven't seen any of the trailers. I saw some of the speculation stuff about Infinity War and... Ant-Man and Wasp. They, uh, I didn't might, see anything about Ant-Man and Wasp. They might show an Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, I did see the Children of Thanos thing. That looked what? pretty cool. Yeah, so they're calling the Black Order, which I can't remember all five of their names. Yeah. They're calling the Black Order the Children of Thanos in the uh, MCEU. Okay. That's that right. Huge. That's yeah, MCU. That's, yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, why aren't they just calling them the Black Order? I guess that's well, well in so America. The, they're doing the whole like <laughs> Gamora and um, what's her face. Uh, um, terrible, bad nerds. Um, <laughs> Nebula. Yeah, they're doing the the whole thing is like they're the children of Thanos. Like Gamora and Nebula are the children of Thanos. Oh, okay. But then there's going to be other ones, right? Or no? What do you mean? The other Black Order? Or no? It's just them. You mean Gamora and Nebula? Yeah, there's more. Yeah, yeah, there's there's four others I believe that they yeah. announced. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember their names because I'm a terrible nerd. Well, that's um, okay. Can't know everything, guys. <laughs> I don't even know what my name is. Yeah, he, he has identity issues. He doesn't have time to know who Thanos's children are. And if you know who Thanos's children are, you can email us at a fake email address. A fake email address we don't have yet, but whatever. <laughs> we'll get We're one. We're working on we'll it, guys. Get one and then give <laughs> it to you. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so they announced that, which I guess is going to add more villains to the Infinity War, uh, which I think is a good thing because it, it was going to be like 32 Marvel superheroes okay. against one guy. Hold on. Hold on, though. Okay, look, I get it, right? More villains. You have more people. You want to see more. But normally in the comics, you have Thanos, and that's it, against all 32 villains. Yeah, 32 I mean, in the superheroes. comics, he's like super that's big. That's what I'm saying. But he has to. I'm tired of these movies where you don't have a super powered character that is ki- like you're you're concerned about them destroying the people were you worried about Ultron beating the Avengers no a little bit I was not I was, I was scared not. oh there's no scared. way there's no way okay. there's no way they're taking but, everything down but look at what they do with Galactus in Fantastic Four well he's uh, and I'm sorry I brought that well, up but, but, but okay well <laughs> But they did, they made him a fart cloud. Of course, right. he did. he's a pink fart cloud. <laughs> but he even he wasn't. I wasn't worried about him defeating the Fantastic Four. But that's what Four. I'm saying. Like they can't do these gigantic villains properly. Sure they can. 
I don't know. I disagree. I think that they're doing a good job of making him slightly larger than life, than human size, and then involving these other, other characters. Yes. I, I mean, I, I just really want to see... I mean, even if they have the other characters, they need to put some danger in. Like, this guy could really take out the Avengers. Okay, but in the in the clip that they're, they're talking about that they showed at uh, Comic-Con, he threw part of the moon at them. Did they survive? <laughs> I is this know. the end of the Avengers? <laughs> Do they, they get a moon to the whole you, movie is if, ten minutes long. He get moon to the face. <laughs> Sorry, moon guys. Face. I mean, he, he, threw, he threw a moon, not he threw the moon. part of the moon. Part of the moon. Yeah, like he tears a part of the moon Come off on. and okay, throws well, it at him. Okay, well that's like too powerful, right? Like you went the opposite direction, <laughs> so guys. Now, now you're saying <laughs> it's too much. It's too powerful. Now you're saying it's too much. <laughs> it's kind of like it's um, never good enough. It's kind of like <laughs> it's never good enough of me. You already know that. So it's kind of like with Superman was so strong in the comics that he could actually push the moon out of orbit. And it's like, okay, what is really going to hurt this guy? He's pushing the moon out of orbit. Kryptonite. Huh? Well, now he's, he, can't, he can't do it anymore. Well, no, that doesn't even... Well, apparently not, because in Superman Returns, he lifted a kryptonite uh, island. I thought we weren't ever going to talk about nope, that movie. Well, too bad. Ever I would talk about everything. Nothing. Nothing is off limits. Um, so have, you, have you seen the Kingsman stuff? Uh, only the last speculation I saw was that potentially the Kingsmen are actually going to be the bad guys. And, really? And uh, the American counterparts statesmen. might be yeah, statesmen might be the good guys huh. in this movie. That was the last thing so I the, saw. The Kingsmen are going to be like like he's been working for a bad organization the whole time, or I think it. I didn't read the article. It I just saw like the they headline. Did it in the first one. <laughs> well, I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, and I think that what they're the first one really took a stab at like American culture. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's kind of the same um, same tilt that they're taking with with this movie is that America's not as great as it's, as we like to think we are. And since this is a British, you know, it's it's stemming from the UK, they're going to take full liberty with that. Dang you, Matthew Vaughn. Thank you. It's it's bad enough that you're putting British actors into our American superhero movies. Now you're going to just poke fun at us. Yep. Leave us alone. Yep. We'll bomb you. We probably need it. We probably do. Um, yeah, no, it looks... I mean, I saw the trailer. It's really cool. A lot of a lot of people come in and then Colin Firth's going to be back. Yeah. So, I mean, I did you like the first Kingsman? I did. I was... Uh, I kind of slept on it, and I didn't know what to expect. And when we saw it, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, fun, and I, I didn't... I just didn't think it was going to be... Um, that funny and that good that w- well together you know and then they had a dude Samuel Jackson was like the perfect villain yeah he's just he was really good over the top goofy and the the girl I can't remember her name she had the, the katana the, swords the katana swords yeah yeah that was frightening yeah really, see he's a villain that I would expect would be able to kill somebody they put people in danger yes <laughs> I imagine it'd be hard to like like sleep next to her because of like she like kicked you like well, to move the sheets over like, I mean they were would... sleeping together right yeah but like, so well but she probably takes them off right maybe she's you not... have like titanium legs <laughs> and we just never saw it <laughs> Lieutenant Dan you got space <laughs> legs, space legs. <laughs> cool um, anything else out of common I mean there's there's not too there's more stuff going on today um, let's let's move on uh, so also in the news this week what? Are you telling me to be quiet? Are you telling them to be quiet? Um, Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park. 
uh, committed suicide. Yeah, was, you know, I wasn't a huge Linkin Park fan. Uh, I saw them live, saw them open for Metallica uh, once, and you know, they, they put on a good show. Their music wasn't my thing. Yes, you can have popcorn. Go downstairs. By the way, we're yes, also we dads, popcorn. so our kids are going to bother us from time to time. I don't know. You have to ask. Uh, you have to ask um, Audrey. Anyways, I wasn't a huge fan of the music. I saw them live uh, when they opened for Metallica, and you know they put on a good show. But the bottom line is, um, there's a lot of sadness in the world right now. And, you know, people really looked up to them music-wise and yeah. as artists. And, you know, it's it sad to hear. It's, it's sad to hear, you know, Chris Cornell took his life uh, not too long ago. And uh, from what I hear, they were close. They were good friends. And who knows? You know, who knows where people are at? Um, I've dealt with depression before. Yeah. Uh, I've dealt with those, with those thoughts, but never acted on them. Um, I sought out help. And so I think the biggest takeaway that I take away from that, you know, having two really big figures who were important influences, I think, to both of us when we were in high school oh, yeah. and, and, uh, and in, in our college years, uh, regardless of whether we liked the music, they were in our environment all the time. Um, and it's important to seek out help. It's important to, you know, to to look after those that you're around and you know if you see someone that looks like they're hurting you know to to reach out to them yeah i mean uh, I, I was a pretty <clears throat> big lincoln park fan i mean i like the music you know i mean i like all kinds of music and uh it was repetitive and the same but it was you know i enjoyed it and i know i've talked to so many people that they've you know that band has impacted their life immensely where they were at the verge of potentially committing suicide or just having really um, depression feelings and, and that, that music got them through that. I mean, a lot of their teenagers got them through a lot of those things. Same thing with Chris Cornell. I mean, a lot of Soundgarden and then Audio Slave. Um, just some great music came out of there. And for someone to be able to impact that many lives but not be able to take any of that for himself, yeah. you know, and, and turn it, to drugs. And, and I think it really just goes to show that, you know, when... You know, you look at these two guys who've had, you know, pretty much everything that I think those of us looking on this side of uh, on this side of it would would want, you know, from a worldly perspective. You know, they had fame. They're able to do their art for a living, able to raise their family doing that. You know, as dads, I think that's an important thing. Like the what we do as a vocation needs to be able to, you know, we need we need to be able to raise our family. Um, and we're both single income dads. So that's yeah. like super important. Um, but to be able to do those things while doing the art that you know really fulfills you and satisfies you and then to hear that you know they still had those struggles i think it's important to realize that even though someone from the outside seemingly has everything that you would want or that would make your life better doesn't mean that they don't hurt and that they don't they don't experience those same dark times that even you experience yeah so it's all a matter of perspective and you know grass is always greener but people still need help yeah well, I mean, he's gonna be missed, and um, I mean, they just came out with a new album. I like, I like the new single off of it. You know, it was different. Um, and you're right. I mean, it's a good word. People need help, and people need to be seen and heard. And uh, you yeah, know, speaking speaking. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But speaking of the new yeah, album, um, they got a lot you of did. they got a lot of hate about that new album. And I listened to it again. I wasn't a big fan of their catalog. I wasn't a big fan of the of the new stuff. I felt it was very much a safe play, even though they said it wasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt like it was very, um, 
it's very easy to do something that sounded a lot a lot of like everything else EDM stuff yeah. with a female singer and but, then, I, like, but I think for them the safe play is is probably not is to do the same record them. over and yeah. over right. so for them it is difficult because so, they know their fans are going to be like what is this so it wasn't a safe play for them it was a safe play probably career wise yeah. oh, like, yeah. and to bring in different fans correct but at the same time like I feel like they got so much hate on it from well, from from the outside perspective and I think that not to place blame on anyone for the actions that Chester took, but I think that has a lot to do with yeah. it. I mean, you know, I, I've dabbled in artwork, um, and you know, one of the big things that I struggle with is actually putting that artwork out, and a lot of it is because for fear of like how like people react to it and you know how that how i'm going to internalize that being someone who suffers from you know mental um, stability issues you know like that's a big thing to me like if i'm going to put all my passion and effort into something and time that takes away from my family or you know that i'm just putting time into where i could be doing something else i want it to be received well but at the end of the day, like if I got nothing but like hate feedback from it, like it would be tough. That would be tough. Yeah, it'd be tough to just you know, and and then, yeah. and then to hear the complaints like I just said about the music sounding the same, and right. then you do something different, and everyone hates it. And you're like, but I tried to do something different. You got to give them credit for the effort of what they right. did and appreciate what they're trying to do, even if you don't like it. And I right. mean, you know, all this vitriol that goes online anyway is just terrible. Yeah. In the way that people just can anonymously talk about whatever and say whatever they want and be so bold when they're not really being bold is is just not good and I mean rejection for anybody like me especially you know my job is like 90% rejection yeah. so I'm in sales so I mean it's the same kind of thing like I put my time I'm time away from my family I put you know and I'm trying to, I, I feel I'm trying to help people and then to get rejected constantly about something um, it just wears on you you yeah. know so um, let's turn it up a notch not to get down in the dumps um, but seriously if you are Man, if you're feeling any kind of depression or anything, seek help. Seek a friend. Seek somebody. Email us at the non-existent email. Um, <laughs> let's we'll work on about, that. Yeah, we'll work on it. Um, okay, so last movie you watched, Richard, and uh, sell me on it even if you didn't like it. So last movie I watched was actually John Wick. Oh, man. We rented that. And I got to say, I liked it, but we saw it post-hype. Mm-hmm. And... It was. Everyone gave it like an easy like ninety nine hundred percent rating, and I would say it was like an eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw you know we plan on watching the second one uh, pretty soon, and I hope it's better. Um, it's not surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like all the fight scenes were like hardcore choreographed. Oh, definitely. Now, I mean, in, in, I in a it. slick way, but still choreographed. Right, and I get it. Keanu Reeves is like. 50 years old even though he made a deal with the devil and he doesn't age anymore um well remember he met the devil and he did that's bogus journey he did and in devil's advocate <laughs> and devil's advocate you know. he's yeah, he's in league with the devil actually we should probably stop watching those movies guys <laughs> boycott keanu reeves he's satan's don't uh, do that we want bill and ted's he's, three <laughs> he's satan's minion yeah um, um but it, you know it was good it was enjoyable it was a good action flick I I understood the premise of it. Now I did go back because I am a bit of a nerd, and I watched. I read an article. Watch on YouTube. I don't remember. I've slept since then. Uh, but there's actually a <laughs> breakdown of what the director chose 
as far as like lighting conditions mm-hmm. and the symbolism between certain things. So like there's uh, when John Wick is in control of the situation, everything has a blue shadowing too. Oh, cool. All right, and when uh, Vigo is in control. Um, it's all it's cast in red mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so there's different scenes especially like when they're fighting through the club scene where if john wick is in control of the situation or like as he starts to go through that un- like underground basement uh, club scene it's all cast in blue but as soon as he gets to the part where like he's near the hot tub and he starts taking out the enemies uh the mixture of red and blue starts to kind of blend in and then when you get to the final part where um he's getting he's getting he's getting beat up and getting thrown around by one of the the lead bodyguards i can't remember his name everything's cast in red huh. meaning that john wick was not in control of the situation and then when uh what's his face willem dafoe came to the situation everything was cast in yellow because he was kind of a neutral party yeah um and even like when uh john wick was being held uh when you thought he was about to die in the movie and then willem dafoe's character comes and hits a sniper yeah. it was even cast in yellow like this so there was a lot of really creative like um ways that the lighting took into play is kind of like how um not crash crash had a little bit of that too but um was that drug movie traffic 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 had a big part to do with the lighting it's mm-hmm. like depending on what story you were watching there was um the film was cast in a different light like the 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 overlay was just different so it, it was really interesting that made me enjoy it a little bit more um yeah. than what to learn that than what we originally saw like just and we rented it at home guys like again we're parents uh families and you know frankly it costs like a hundred dollars to go see a movie in the theater <laughs> at this point when you do babysitting and you pay for tickets and you pay for popcorn because i like popcorn and coke uh, it's going to be costing like a hundred bucks. I you don't want to do that. I ain't got time for that. You know, I went to see Spider-Man by myself. It was the that, single most it, enjoyable. It, as, a, as a dad, that's both sad and sounds kind of <laughs> awesome. exciting, right? Because you're like, I don't have to deal with anybody. I can just go sit here. Like, if I'm late, I'm late. Yeah. I cause myself to be late. Yeah. If not, I got like, a big old tub of popcorn that I ate myself and a big old soda. You were happy about it, weren't you? I was very happy. And yeah. I sat down and I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. And I don't have to leave. Someone has to go pee. Because <laughs> I'm gonna hold it the whole time. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I it was rough. It was very rough. I almost left Spider-Man to go pee. It was bad, and I never leave him. You know me. I was, we watched Dark Knight, and I was maybe by the uh, when they were um, fighting in the under the uh, underpass. Yeah, that's when I had to go pee. Yeah, that's like halfway through the movie. I punked out and I went to go pee. Did you really? during that? Yeah, I did. I just couldn't hold it. I just remember the guy clicking his little motorcycle. Yeah. Helmet. So what was the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw was Memento. Okay, oldie. And yeah, man, um, did it hold up? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it held up because the premise of the movie is interesting. The movie itself is not interesting if you really think about it. If you watch, right, it's just if, some if, guy like if, trying to like figure out who well, killed his some wife guy and, who makes mistakes and gets manipulated by everybody, yeah. and he's just like, and it's like a straightforward kind of this is what he's doing thing. But when you start to play with time, and you already know the ending, you already know who shoots. Um, Joe Pants, Joey's yeah. Pants character. You already know that, right? And so then you start to learn more about who he's talking to. And then when you first meet Carrie, Carrie Ann Moss's character, she's a sympathetic ear, and, t- and she's giving him information. But as you unfold the layers, you realize that she's manipulating him as well. 
Yeah. And you don't learn that until the end of the movie. So it's really interesting the way they play with that. Because if they played it forward, you'd know from the very beginning that she's already manipulating him. And then he's... And right. Then you're I like, mean, it would work out like any normal It would in a normal, normal movie. movie. So it's different. And that is the thing that makes it so interesting in the way that he did that and the way that he masterfully put it. And then he has that thread running through there when... when um, when Guy Pierce is on the phone yeah. talking to whoever I can't remember who he's talking to, but he's talking about Sammy Jenkins and like his own thing, if that's going forward, and I think that's even before this movie starts. Like okay. that part is happening before. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's just a, like it's we a come of, in like partway yeah. through the whole. And scenario. then it, I like how it always ends at the beginning of that. It just threads together so well. Right. Um, so yeah, man, it was just a really trippy, great yeah. movie with a with a premise that's typical and normal sure but, but because of the way that he way. plays with the time it makes it phenomenal can so. we talk about dunkirk dunkirk yeah did we have we talked have we talked about it no, can we talk about it I've, i don't know anything about dunkirk dude so you gotta tell me about dunkirk because this is a weird movie for nolan right yeah it's do. a weird movie because like there's no you know there's no like weird like time displacement or anything like that there's no there's no dream of the there's no dream, dream at the end. who knows maybe the, maybe <laughs> the top is you know maybe what? the top falls you know, at you know the end what, of it you know dunkirk is <laughs> It's in section part two. It's it's section part two, and it's it's in the uh, what do you call it? It's in the what do you call it? The 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 ether, whatever they call that when you're in the in your subconscious. So, you know, I was talking to Holly. Holly's my wife, by the way. Uh, I was talking to her about it, and it looks like it's going to be shot beautifully. Like the whole story looks like it's going to be great, but like super depressing. Like it's just guys on a beach getting shot, right? Yeah. Like how do you? How do you get out of that? And does he kill Harry Styles? Because if he kills Harry Styles, I think a lot of people are going to have a problem. I could care less. Kind of care. But I think a lot of people are going to have a problem. I mean, he's eating a sandwich, and then there's a torpedo, and then there's like a bunch of water. A bunch of water. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you've seen the trailer maybe once, you know, but I don't really... I, it's a Nolan film, so I'm probably going to watch it. I love, you know... I don't know. I might check out of this one. I've watched every Nolan film so far, so... Yeah, I mean, I have too, but you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. But then again, it's another World War II movie too. I'm just like, eh, is it? Is it World War II? I mean, is it World War One or two? Uh, we're gonna have to uh, check the facts. Who, who knows? Let's we'll find out right now. Yeah, I got it up right here. Let's see. It's a race. It's a race. Harry Styles gives Dunkirk more than it was bothered for. Bothered for. Anyway, um, World War. 1940. So World War II. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, four hundred thousand men couldn't get home. Home came. We're for thirty-four them. years old, guys. So you know, ignore the the fact that we don't know our history very well. I, I don't. I mean, I've never heard of the Battle of Dunkirk. Who's heard of that before? Probably somebody. We're gonna anyway. get a lot of hate for that. Yeah, probably. Somebody's gonna, we're gonna get some angry, angry emails that are non-existent email. Hey, you guys <laughs> ah, do jokes this. on you. Yeah, <laughs> suckers. Um, um, but yeah, like uh, you know, not not seeing subject of memento, but I just feel like it's gonna be like super depressing. I think it'll be shot really well. I think you know what Christopher Nolan does is really good for the do you film think they're industry. They're all gonna die. I don't know. I mean, it kind of seems that way. Well, then I mean, I'd go see that movie because it's realistic. It's not like everyone saves the day at the end. It's a realistic mm-hmm. thing. But you know, like one guy's gonna make it. No, he's gonna tell well, the story. He's story. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like four hundred, three hundred. Yes, is it gonna be exactly like, like three hundred? Is it gonna be like a three hundred yeah, situation? Harry Styles is gonna take off his shirt. Okay, and he's gonna be like super ripped. Enough, and Nolan. Um, let's have let's abs. talk. Let's talk excitement for the movies coming up. Marvel Cinematic Universe versus DC. Okay, what gets you more hot? <laughs> so I'm really excited to see the end of Phase Three. Okay. Of the of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 
uh, I've been looking forward to Infinity War since you know there was speculation that this is what they were doing, and they've officially announced it. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to see how Thanos plays out. I hope he's as bad as he's supposed to be. Um, I'm curious to see what happens in Phase Four. Well, someone's gonna have to die, right? A lot of people have to die. I mean, it's it's yeah, got Robert Downey Jr.'s out. I think Chris Evans is out. Do you think out. they're gonna die though, or they're just gonna get injured? I mean, they have to die though. They have to die. Yeah, I think they have people to die. have to die in this movie. I think they have to die. Otherwise, you know, you, Thanos is you have someone bad. you have someone filling out the suit uh, in place of them. You know, filling out their suits in place of them, and then yeah, you're right. Thanos isn't as yeah. bad if he's truly, uh, you know, if he's truly as bad as he's supposed to be. You know, which in the comic books he's trying to court death um, by impressing her by destroying the universe um, which you know they're not going to have the death character uh, in this in this universe which is kind of a cop out apparently Hela might be a stand in for that so he's going to like want to be with Hela yeah and to impress her Kate Blanchett yeah Kate Blanchett (laughs) (laughs) but in order to impress her like you know like this is uh, maybe they're going to wrap into that. Who knows? I don't like Kate Blanchett, by the way. <laughs> I think she looks good in this movie. I think she looks good as a villain. I mean, she looks okay as hell. I just don't like her, period. Yeah. Just kind of Kate, annoying. if you're listening, I don't like you. <laughs> you can email us at our you non-existent email address. All the Kate fans out there can can hate on it. But I, I hope it pans out to be good, and I hope it sets up Phase 4 uh, to be... To continue on so, this, because so it, it would be kind of a waste if like they did all twenty some odd movies or however many movies they've done at this point, yeah. and it just fizzles out after this. So the next movies in Phase Three or uh, Thor, Ragnarok. Yeah. Then you got uh, Black Panther, or is that before? Infinity so War? there's Ragnarok, which kind of takes place within the the linear aspect of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Black Panther, which yeah, I think it takes place in the same linear timeline, like. Mm-hmm moving forward yeah but it doesn't have anything to do with the infinity no implications on the yeah. storyline gotcha right. i think it's it's more of a, a singular story which i think is good because kind of like dr strange right right well i think it's good because frankly if you put all 30 however many characters you're going to put all in space fighting thanos uh you're missing out on a big opportunity to do like what's going on like on the on on the physical realm yeah. and earth right um, I, I heard that maybe the defenders were going to be a part of that but yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah does anyone even watch that anymore I do not oh, anymore sorry yes yeah. no I don't um, <laughs> the Inhumans looks terrible by the way yeah I, do. I, didn't, I didn't watch the trailer I'm, I'm, well I did, I did I know I did watch the trailer one of the trailers not the one that just came out but I'm just kind of like I wish it would just made it a movie I think it would have been great yeah I think Vin Diesel would have been a great Black Bolt but whatever because yes. he didn't have to talk it would have been the best ever. He could just be menacing. Um, yeah, no, I love what Marvel's. I've always loved what Marvel's doing. I defend yeah. them to the T, even when their movies aren't that great. Um, I think, and I also think not just the movies, but the stuff they're doing with Netflix, hands down, awesome. I think it's great. I think they're they're doing you know something really unique, and I just I just want it to pan out finally. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot, you know, like Iron Fist just came out, the last one, and before the Defenders, it got a lot of hate. People didn't like it. But my thing is, is you, you, these movies are not going to be solid hits every single time. They're not going to be, you know, Guardians of the Galaxies, Iron Man ones. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be that great all the time. Even the Spider Man movie, it's not. You gotta I mean, have filler. You, you, I mean, it's, it's it, you can't hit everything all the time. They're good, solid movies. They're not. Sometimes they're not the best movies, but they're good, solid movies. Right. Whereas you go to DC, right? 
I'm just I'm just saying their movies are inconsistent. They because are. You have Wonder Woman, which was amazing. Yeah. And then, but then again, you have to think about this: Are you comparing the subsequent movies based upon the previous movies? What do you mean? Like, so do I think that <clears throat> Doctor Strange isn't as good because Iron Man was so great in that same c- cinematic universe? Right. Or do I think that Wonder Woman is that good because Batman vs Superman was terrible? And Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're comparing yeah, yeah, yeah. it off of yeah. its own universe as opposed to yeah. just taking it on its own and saying, was Wonder Woman a good standalone movie? Yeah. Of course Wonder Woman was a good standalone movie without comparing it to anything, but I think there is a lot of comparison that happens, and that's why you have right. the, the a lot of people decrying what Marvel's doing now, right. and you have a lot of people saying DC is on its way up. I do. Uh, I am hopeful in the fact that Joss Whedon took over uh, Justice League. Sad circumstances again. You know, Zack Snyder's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she committed suicide, and you know that's that's not a happy thing. We talked about that earlier, um, but I am excited to see what Joss Whedon does. I wish Zack Snyder didn't have to step out under those circumstances. Yeah, I mean, Zack, I, I, I don't know, man. I three hundred was great, but visually, three hundred was great visually. But he had Frank Miller sitting there next to him. Yeah, I mean, and, but even and he did a shot-for-shot shot remake of that movie. And so you look at you look at something he did on his own, hundred percent right. on his own. Sucker Punch. Yeah, garbage. But looked great. Trash fire. Right. It looked okay. I mean, it did look great. Yes, it did. It looked great. But it was so confusing, I didn't care about the look. Right. right. And then you got Watchmen. Yeah. I like Watchmen a lot. I do too. Um. It's not better than the graphic novel, of course, but right. and it has its problems. And again, it suffers. It looks great, though. Well, the thing is, I think that's what suffers, though, is that he's concerned about the aesthetic as opposed to, is this the story you need to tell? Is this right. the right story to tell? Are you telling it in a way that makes sense and is going to uh, keep the essence of the characters? Which is the problem I have with Superman, is Superman has a very iconic structure to him, and that's the way he should be. It's just... You can't change Superman. Are you bringing the Zod thing? Yeah, well, yeah dude, he killed Zod. I don't. But he didn't know he was Superman yet. But that's the problem. Superman is not. It's not something he grew into. And I get that that's what they're trying to do in that movie. That's what Zack Snyder and well, but, what's his face, Brian, um, whoever the producer was, Brian Singer, was Singer. Was it Brian? No, I don't know. Wasn't Singer. But I, <clears throat> I just didn't. It didn't fit. It didn't make sense to me. I didn't like it. I liked the growing up of Superman, like his travel, his journey. Sure. I really enjoyed that yeah. a lot. But to end it that way, and also the, and not just that, if it would have happened without the destruction of Metropolis, maybe I'd be like, okay. But then he also like destroyed Metropolis, and I get it. What you're saying is he's not Superman yet. Yeah. So this is his this is his catalyst to learn. I can never do this again. Right. Right. I cannot do that. I have to be better. So I think there's like two takes to it. You have like the guy who grows up. You know, being a Boy Scout, that is always a Boy Scout, doesn't know how to not be a Boy Scout, right? But then I think, yeah, at the end of the day, they're trying to make something that's more approachable um, from a human aspect. Okay, but hold on. Superman is a freaking alien, dude. But that's he a, was raised no, as a human. But that, that doesn't matter, but that's the point, is that he is different. And, right? and also, you have to think about this in the context of the Justice League. The reason that Superman is a big blue Boy Scout is because Batman is not. Now you have a Superman who's really not a Boy Scout, and you have a Batman who's a whiny bee. I'm just telling you, like, really, that's what it is. Instead of he's just he he because he's not the antithesis of Superman anymore. I mean, they're still superheroes and not exact opposites. Yeah, and and this Batman does go around like shooting people. 
Exactly. And so now he's not even he doesn't even hold up to his standard. So it's like yeah. it, it's they're out of whack and they don't they don't mix together now. Which right. is why that movie was not so good is because they didn't pair well together. Right. It was like I don't know why they're doing that. They're, and their motivations are terrible. Too. And the whole Martha thing was just bad. It was. I mean, it was a terrible way to to motivate them yeah. to work together. I did, yeah. They could have come up with something else. Also, Superman's powers were kind of like maybe they work this way. Maybe yeah, they don't. I think they just kind of phoned it in the oh, last like forty five minutes. They of that did. Movie. They, oh, they definitely, especially yeah. with Doomsday. Oh, yeah. it was great. so so DC had that. And then Super Suicide Squad comes. I'm like, okay, cool. This looks really good. I'm gonna admit something, guys. I, I, like didn't, I could care less about Suicide you Squad. You could care less? And then I enjoyed it when I went and watched it. <laughs> it. You know what? I'll watch it. It wasn't a terrible film. It wasn't great. But the problem is is you have so much hope put into that film that it let everybody down. Yeah, but I guess I didn't have any hope with it with uh, Cholo Joker. You know, oh, gosh, yes. You look like a little Mexican gangbanger. Don't, don't get me started on the Joker of yeah. the DCC Cinematic Universe now. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I think they're just trying to play... Fast and loose with the characters. Yeah. Whereas Marvel seems like they stick true They're to the characters. They're trying to hold true to like you know combining the Ultimate Universe and you know the stand the yeah, regular but universe. I mean the, the essence of the character is still there. Right. For me, when I read this comics, and I don't honestly, to be honest, I don't like DC comics. I don't read them as much as I read Marvel. Yeah, I don't think anybody so, does. Um, but anyway, then you had Wonder Woman, great movie. Yeah, it was good. And now you're gonna have Justice League. Yeah. Which I don't know. I have no idea. From what I've seen, it seems interesting, but it's not Marvel. It definitely seems interesting. It's I think its saving grace will be that Joss Whedon is now in control of this movie. Um, I think he's done more than just the reshoots that they were speculating, and uh, I think he's probably changing the tone just a little bit. Yeah, they've shown sets where like they have brand new sets that were never in the movie um, that were built just for his new shoots. So I think that's that's hopeful. Holly really wants to see the Wonder Twins somewhere in the background uh, in the Hall of Justice. I don't ever want to see the Wonder Twins ever again. Form of a bucket. Maybe crypto. Maybe, Maybe crypto. crypto. Maybe crypto. <sighs> they had Howard the Duck and uh, yeah, in the MCU. but they're not going to throw re- DC doesn't do that. Man, they don't throw little references like saying. that. They're all too serious now. It's Joss Whedon now. No, he's not going to do it either. So I hope Justice League. Jo- Josh Whedon didn't even do it. anything in Avengers either. He didn't throw a little references. That was James Gunn, yeah, man. That's true. But I hope Josh Whedon can course correct and re-steer the ship in the proper direction. Um, who knows? Uh, you know, I feel like they're they're kind of piggybacking off what Marvel's doing with the whole mother boxes and the Infinity Stones, like the correlation between yeah. them. You know, there's certain mother boxes in certain movies, and you know that all you know comes to a big bad at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I, I i mean, I heard that in Justice League, the big bad is not Darkseid. So in Justice League, it's, it's um, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf, which, which is, is Darkseid's uncle. Which is stupid. Yeah. This is just going to make it Darkseid. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, that's all the time we have. I think we've gone, yeah? Yeah, we've gone about 30 minutes, okay. and we're dads, and our kids are looking yeah. at us like, what are you, what are you doing? doing? What are you doing? Oh, we were going to talk about O.J. Simpson, but we can't now. So free the juice. He is free. Anyway, for This is Going to Get Stupid, I'm Jose. I'm Rick. And we will get stupid later. <laughs> <laughs>